The first thing that will happen when Jesus comes the second time is he will gather the dead in Christ. This is a great comfort to the living. I don't think of my parents, my aunt, uncle, as being in graves. I think of them rising out of graves when Jesus comes to gather the faithful church. Paul tells us, don't sorrow like those people of the world sorrow. We see them carrying on for months and months and months over the relatives who have died. But those relatives are asleep in Jesus. And when he comes, he will raise them from the dead. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, them which are dead, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before those who are dead. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. The first thing Jesus will do is raise the dead to take them up from the graves into the clouds where he will gather all of the believing church to take them later to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We'll read about that also in a few moments. Keep this 1 Thessalonians 4 in your mind and before your eyes to give you comfort and encouragement. Once again, verse 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain, the believing church which remains alive on this earth shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The second thing Jesus will do when he returns is he will raise the believing church who is still alive on this earth. He will take them off of this earth to meet him in the clouds. Let's return for a moment to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Several months ago, the Holy Spirit began saying to me, In the clouds. 
I looked at that verse of scripture, which is verse 17 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. This present heaven and earth will be destroyed. We will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness, which is created by God for us. So that in the air shows us that the dead in Christ will be raised, the living in Christ will be taken off the earth at that time. We will all have our new spiritual bodies, which will not be these bodies that are subject to pain and trouble and sorrow. Jesus will raise from off the earth those who are the faithful church and are still living. The faithful church, that's the church that follows all the scriptures in the New Testament Bible. The apostate church will not be taken up into heaven. The apostate church are the ones who turned away from the scriptures and set up other doctrine. But the faithful church, the elect of God, will be taken into heaven, to the new heaven and the new earth. Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31. Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. When you see the sun fail to shine and it be totally dark outside when it's supposed to be daylight, you can look up for your redemption draweth near. That is a key sign of the coming of Jesus than the removal of the elect of God from this earth. Again, let's read Matthew 24, starting at verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. One of our church members had a dream that she and her husband were going out to buy a television set when all of a sudden the sky just turned completely dark in the middle of the day. She said it was terrifying. Even though she had read these scriptures and knew this was coming, she said it was just terrifying. She started to run back into her house, but she knew that would do no good. So she just fell down on her knees beside the car. Immediately after the tribulation of those days 
Shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. The solar system as we know it today will be shaken by God. I had a dream back in the mid-80s. The earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. I believe this dream that God gave me is a part of this powers of the heaven shall be shaken. People were terrified. The governments of men were meeting with the scientists and with the religious leaders to see what could be done about this. But I knew this was the powers of the heavens being shaken by God, and there was nothing man could do about this. In this dream, I saw a television newsman trying to give a report of what had happened. And he was so frightened that he just stopped talking, got up, and left the television studio. The powers of heaven will be shaken. Verse 30, Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Verse 31. And he, Jesus, shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. They will gather together his elect and raise them off the earth to take them into the clouds to meet the resurrected in Christ and Jesus. It's the elect of God who will be raised from off the earth. The elect of God are those who are born again and continue in the scriptures as long as they are living on the earth. They continue to uphold the scriptures without changing them. And Jesus will take the resurrected church to live in the new heaven and the new earth, which is created for them by God. We read about that in Revelation 21. God gave this vision to the Apostle John. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. 
and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. The bodies that we know right now will no longer be the body that we live in. We will have new spiritual bodies. You can read about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Start around verse 48 and read about the new spiritual body. In Revelation 21, verse 5, And God said, Behold, I make all things new. So that is what will happen when Jesus returns. The faithful in Christ will be taken to the new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. This current heaven and earth will pass away. It will be destroyed by God by fire. That's in Second Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. When Jesus came the first time and walked on the earth, he came to save men. But this second coming of Jesus will be to raise the faithful and to destroy the apostate church. You can read about the apostate church in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I suggest you read both the King James Version and the New American Standard Bible, NASB. For in the NASB, it actually says the apostate church. In the King James Version, it speaks of a falling away that will take place. And that falling away are not people leaving the churches. That falling away are the churches leaving the scriptures. So if you've had trouble finding a church to attend because you know the one you have been attending does not follow the New Testament Bible completely, then what's your experience is the apostate church, for it is everywhere in this period of time where we now live. And Paul tells us about it in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. If you're reading the King James Version, Paul says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, day of the Lord, shall not come, except there come a falling away first. Men are going to fall away from the scriptures. Churches will fall away from scripture and set up new doctrine. And that man of sin, Antichrist, will be there with them. He's the spirit, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. 
the NASB says, No one is to deceive you in any way, for it, the return of Jesus, will not come unless the apostasy comes first. The apostasy is in the church groups who fall away from Scripture. The thing that kept Antichrist out of the church were the Scriptures. But the minute churches removed portions of Scripture and set up their own doctrines, Antichrist came in. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.